Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. You decided to grace us with your presence. Fantastic it's to have, nice, you, have you back. It's nice to be back with you after the summer break. I spent a little bit of time down on Lake Como. The beautiful Villa d'Este Hotel was my usual summer residence. That all played out very nicely. Then I uh, spent a few days in Switzerland, walking in the mountains, and finished off by taking the children to Paris for the first time, which was a little bit hectic, but it was all very pleasant. But nice to be back with you. Oh, lovely. And the kids enjoyed Paris. What did you do? Uh, we walked around. The problem is we're not used to actually, you know, doing anything or walking anywhere or, you know, having to uh, sort of open their eyes to see things. So it came as all of a bit of a shock to them, quite frankly. But yeah, well, no, we had a good time, actually. We sat in a couple of the bistros there and we relaxed. And we found a little club called St. James, which is a nice little sort of country retreat there, I say. It's in the heart of Paris where we, uh, where we hung out for a little while. It's all, all very good. Very nice. Did you do the bateau mouche? Oh, no, I didn't do that. Should on I the Seine? On the Seine? The boat? The goat? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, we, decided, yeah, we, we, we walked along the Seine. We decided not to take the boat, quite frankly. <laughs> too many people. Too many people. <laughs> okay. Uh, the markets, Hank, are continuing to struggle. Yeah, risk assets came under pressure last week and bond yield surge investors reacted to relentlessly deteriorating economic data from China, latest inflation labour market reports in the UK and concerns the Fed hiking cycle could be extended. The US consumer continues to uh, spend at a way that defies gravity. The MSCI Global Equity Benchmark Index generates its biggest weekly loss since March. European stocks were down for a third straight week. Stock 600 was down 2.3% last week. In fact, hitting its lowest level since July the 10th, the European index is now down 4.9% so far this month. Six calls and companies with exposure to China have been coming under pressure. Leading laggards include basic resources, autos and industrials. Over on Wall Street, the S&P 500 was also down. It fell 2.1%. Technology mega caps continue to lead the declines there. The real excitement has been around the fixed income space. 10-year Treasury yields rose to 4.3%, getting close to the highest levels that we've seen since November 2007. The movement was mirrored in European fixed income. 10-year gilt yields hit 4.75%. German bund yields top 2.7%. Currencies and commodities, well, the dollar hit a two-month high against the basket of currencies at the end of last week. Oil posted its first weekly loss since June, and gold traded below $1,900 an ounce. It's actually declined for four straight weeks and back to its lowest level since March. The stronger dollar makes precious metals uh, more expensive for non-dollar denominated investors and buyers. Rising bond yields creates greater competition for the zero interest bearing assets. Opening calls on the European bourses this morning looking a little bit subdued, it has to be said. Got a flat start on the Euro stocks 50, FTSE 100 in London down 7 points, DAX over in Frankfurt down 3 points. And what about uh, concern in China? I mean, the real estate, and now for the second time in three months, uh, they've cut its key interest rates. They have the relaxation, remember, of COVID restrictions at the start of this year was expected to lead to a rapid rebound in terms of the Chinese economy. Actually, there was some early evidence of that, but the recovery has certainly lagged expectations as structural issues continue to infringe upon momentum. Officials, I think, are clearly worried the world's second largest economy could miss its official 5% growth forecast for this year, as you said, has now stepped up its policy response. If you look at the July activity data, 
continues to show a significant broad-based deterioration across consumption, investment, production and the property sector. Labour markets weakened, credit growth has fallen to a record low, deflation has been registered and you're quite right to say there's real concerns around the disruption in the property sector after bellwether developer Country Garden missed its coupon payments Evergrande filed for bankruptcy protection in the United States. So we have seen that policy response. The new People's Bank of China uh, governor hasn't gone for the big bazooka but has been cutting their policy rates. I think we'd expect them to continue to do so. If we look at the market reaction, Asian stocks have been under pressure. The yuan has fallen to its weakest level since November. In fact, the currency has tumbled around 6% during the course of this year, making it the worst performing Asian currency after the Japanese yen. But I say, real concern around the fact that China looks like it's struggling to hit that 5% target level. I think the absence of a sustained recovery and consumption, the ongoing pain in the property sector, declining external demand has encouraged us to reduce our growth forecast further. We now think China will grow at 4.5% this year. And uh, cryptocurrency selling off. Yeah, sold off pretty aggressively last week. In fact, generating the biggest weekly decline in three months. Sentiment was depressed, as we've been talking about, due to rising bond yields, but also reports that Elon Musk's SpaceX had sold its Bitcoin holding. The side has almost erased the gains registered after BlackRock's filing for Bitcoin ETF. Remember, a very strong first quarter Bitcoin was up 72%, but declined 9% over the course of the past five days. Still, if you got in at the start, of the year you're doing very well it's up 49 percent year to date and the foreign exchanges please hang Pound against dollar coming in at 127 this morning euro dollar coming in at 108 and a half you're going to get one euro 17 cents for your british pound this morning and i believe you've got nice weather it's not as hot as it is here but it's sunny isn't it yeah, it's been beautiful over the course of the weekend. I went to the Isle of Wight, actually, this weekend, which was quite nice. A bit of a change from my usual island hopping. It's the first time I've been there. I drank a couple of jalapeno and apple margaritas at the hut. It's quite a rocking scene down there when the sun's out, actually. So I may add that to my list of future destinations. Oh, I used to go to the Isle of Wight. Did you? Yes. Hello, I knew you were an Isle of Wight girl. <laughs> well, no, I didn't do the festivals. It's my girlfriend, her grandfather, AJP Taylor. They had an old mill on the Isle of Wight and we used to go and well we weren't allowed to stay in the old mill we used to camp on the, right. on the grounds right right I wouldn't let you in the house either <laughs> AJ what's the name AJ P, P. Taylor, Taylor. Hey, well, I'm sure that was his name he was a well-known historian wasn't he very nice maybe I've got sounds classy no wonder he didn't want you in the mill <laughs> well there were rather a lot of us Okay. <laughs> it's, like we it's a nice place, actually. It's got a good vibe to it, hasn't it? Actually? Very pleasant, yes. And you had the sun, so that makes all the difference as well, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. OK, we'll speak to you tomorrow at the same time. Absolutely. Have a good day. Hank Potts from Barclays.